0: Pirates versus tyrants. This is the Tom Ren show where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. Oh, it's a big day in the news, big day in the news. And I want to talk about Donald Trump and COVID, right? And I know that, you know, I mean, so the Trumpster came out recently and, uh, You know, he made his uh, big thing about COVID and how they're using it to uh, steal the election and this, that and other. And I, you know, I did not say anything immediately about it. I tweeted about it and I put some stuff out there on social media, but I haven't talked about it like on the show or anything like that. And I want to do that today because it's really a profound, profound thing. Right. And I've watched some things and uh, you know, by the way, uh, you know, someone that I, I have been listening to a little bit is Jenna Ellis, uh, Trump's former lawyer. And while I disagree with her decision uh, to to jump on uh, the Desantis boat, uh, I, I think she's had some interesting things to say on it, and uh, she she seems like an interesting character to me. Uh, but but Jenna has been talking about uh, Trump's COVID response and seeding. You know, Uh, authority to to Fauci and this, that, and other. And, you know, I look at that in terms of what's going on, and I look at that in terms of COVID, and I think about it in terms of all the people who have spoken to me. And in my world, you know, one of my major priorities in life is health freedom. It's a major, major issue to me. Okay, health freedom means we control our health from beginning to end. And you have to understand that the battle for health freedom is immense. Health freedom is under attack from every direction. They're changing our food. They're changing our water. They're changing our air. I've got hard evidence of all this stuff, right? This isn't. Well, you know, that's a conspiracy theory. Oh, they can't do that. No, no, no. We've done the work. It's happening okay the 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 additives some of the stuff that they're putting into the foods and the the this is a really big deal folks and it's not a it might happen or it could theoretically happen no it is happening i mean i've talked about the the legal exemption there is a legal exemption organic food can get this mod rna they can modify the genetics of these cows these pigs these animals legally through these vaccines that aren't vaccines and you can get them, you can eat them, and they can be labeled organic. That's just the way it is, folks. And you have to understand that that is foundational to the issues we're facing. Health freedom has to be comprehensive. You can't put drugs in your food, or drugs in your this, or drugs in your that, and uh, then say, "Well, you, but you know, you can decide what medicine you want to take." Well, you not if you can't eat without taking it so you know we go back to this and i'm going to tell you for three and a half years i've done work in everything you can imagine right i if it's a corruption issue i'm in it right everything i've looked at everything from elections to cbdc's to this to that to whatever and i but the the foundation of my work has been in and around health freedom and this has been an immense learning curve for me right and what i found is i found some really important things You know, I found first of all, uh, that you have to understand that my role in this needs to be defined. I had to define my role, right? First I had a lot of people say, well, you can't talk about this. You're not a doctor. And I, I first, I was like, well, you're right. I'm not, so I guess maybe I can't talk about it, but then I realized, wait a second, I'm a lawyer. I have to talk about it. That's what I do, right? I can't advocate for something if I can't talk about it. And then I thought more about what a lawyer is, right? So what's a lawyer do? Well, we take and complex fact patterns. We learn complex things, and then we convey them in a way that can be understood by a jury or a judge or someone else. Right? That's part of the due diligence process we have to undertake as attorneys, and that's also the reason that they don't typically let you into law school unless you're, you know, smart enough to get into law school. Because if you have to read and learn new things, you have to read and learn new things. And you know, some some of the lawyers, there's some dumb lawyers out there for sure. But there's a lot of lawyers are brilliant people. And if they really apply themselves and want to learn a topic, they can learn about anything they want to learn. And that's what you have to do in this, right. So in this world, in the health freedom world, there were no lawyers doing what I do. So I had to learn it. I couldn't go to someone else's work. So I spent all my time learning and I've got quite good at it, right. So like I can read and understand all the science, I can argue the science. And frankly, uh, I win those arguments every time. I haven't lost any of the science arguments. Now, understand, I don't need to get into the nuances of, argu- uh, of the science. I just need to be able to convey it generally for policy and legal reasons. And that's what I do. And I do it well. The reason I'm talking about this is not to say that I'm great at anything. The reason I'm talking about this is to tell you that in the last three and a half years, uh i have spent thousands and thousands of hours studying this many thousands in fact uh we did a running total and i was well over 3000 hours in the first uh, probably year or so of fi- of filing of working on this i mean thousands of hours i probably read more books than i can count and frankly had i done this as part of a program i would probably have a phd by now uh I've really, I've worked my tail off on this. But regardless of my credentials or anything else, I've done all that work to learn all this stuff so that I could credibly deal with the situation. When we look at Donald Trump, one of the things that I heard a lot and that I continue to hear a lot is how could Trump not know this? How could Trump not know that? How could Trump not this, not that? Well, I'm going to tell you how. Donald Trump is an absolutely brilliant and shrewd businessman, okay? I don't care whether you like him or not. I don't care what you say about him. He is a brilliant and very shrewd businessman and negotiator. He is brilliant as a manager. Um, You know, Clay and uh, Eric talk a lot, and, uh, yeah, my understanding is that Eric has a very similar, Eric Trump has a very similar uh, management style to the Donald, very hands-on. Uh, I say this because these are brilliant people. But, you know, a lot of people are brilliant. Peter McCullough is one of the most brilliant scientists I've ever ran across. Um, Harvey Rich is th- one of the most brilliant epidemiologists I've ever ran across. You know, I mean, there's a, bl- a lot of brilliant people. But just because you're a great epidemiologist like Harvey doesn't mean that Harvey could say, uh, you know, take care of a uh, an IT system. Uh, maybe he could. I don't know what his skill set is. But I'm saying, for example, there's a lot of skills and, and skill sets that are outside of his field of expertise, right? Harvey probably wouldn't make a great lawyer. I don't know. Maybe he would if he put some time into it. But, you know, his his focus is what it is. The reason that this is important is that I'm telling you as a guy who spent around the clock, tens of thousands of pages of reading and studying and research on this field. The idea that Donald Trump, who is a brilliant, brilliant leader, would somehow know all the details of the science are absurd. So Donald Trump gets told by his experts. Now, what do you do if you're a businessman? And understand that the federal government has millions of employees. It is huge it is monumental and that's without subcontractors and outside people millions okay so the federal government is this mega entity and they deal with everything it issues censorship issues regulatory issues health issues you know, food issues everything what doesn't the federal government deal with in fact they deal with way too much and they should be scaled way back but for whatever reason and whether regardless they do deal with everything now. So Donald Trump goes in there, brilliant businessman. And what's he do? Well, he does what he's good at. He starts negotiating deals. He starts putting people in place. He starts doing this. He starts doing that. Here's the problem. Donald Trump was not a Washington insider. And I think if there is one mistake that the Donald made, it was that he had the wrong people around him. Now here's the problem in business when someone says hey you should hire this person so let's say you're donald trump and you're a billionaire and you're doing this and your buddy says hey you should hire this person well you take that to mean that this guy's going to turn a profit and be a good worker and get this done and get that done right and it's business so if they're not you fire them and you move on in government you it's a totally different animal so when donald trump goes into government And someone says, hire him. What Donald Trump didn't realize is how deep the deep state is. And they're telling him to put people around there who were setting him up to fail because Donald Trump's policies were pro-America, make America great again. And, uh, you know, these people were undermining him now because Trump is brilliant at what he does and very good at what he does. He was able to have one of the most successful presidencies in recent history. If not ever, I mean, look at the economy when he left, despite eight years of Obama. Look at all the things. I mean, things were good in 2019, 2020. So he did a lot of good things, but the government is so big and the deep state is so deep that there were a lot of people able to infiltrate and to get around him. So COVID breaks out, right? COVID breaks out. And what happens? Well, he goes to the experts because that's what you do in business, right? In business, I go to the experts, unless you know, I as a lawyer, if I've got a question, I go to the experts and set another. Now I've learned over the last three and a half years that I can't go to everyone that calls himself an expert. And a lot of the most cred- credible and credentialed experts are full of crap. They're awful. And in fact, a lot of this stuff, I have to do the research myself to verify because if I just trust the experts, they lie or they mislead. And sometimes they're just ignorant because the experts are also subject to listening to other experts. And so sometimes they get pulled into nonsense. When Donald Trump hears, Hey, we've got this new pandemic breaking out. It's going to kill everybody. It's out of China. There are enemies. They're this They're that it's clearly, you know, this, that, and other. Donald Trump did what any good leader would do. He said, Hey, who did I talk to about this? And all the people say, well, Anthony Fauci. I and mean, Fauci's brilliant. He's been in the government for 98 years. You know, a lot of people don't like him, but the man's just brilliant, right? Except for Fauci, he's one of the biggest crooks ever. And who sent him to Fauci? Well, there were a couple people that sent him to Fauci from what I hear. Now, mind you, I'm not an insider. So, you know, this is, this, some of this is secondhand. Uh, but, you know, the, what I hear that some of the people around him who may or may not have been legitimate, but if nothing else, they're going to say, Hey, Donald, talk to Fauci. So Trump starts talking to the guys who are the experts. These are the guys who are supposed to be there now in business. That makes good sense because if you're appointed to do something and you don't do it, you get fired. Government, you can't fire anybody, but that's a different story. So, Fauci and crew start giving him information and Trump does what Trump would normally do. Hey, can you prove this? Is this correct? Is this right? And every time he did, you know, Fauci pulls out another peer reviewed paper and and he has, you know, 15 different experts all saying the same thing to him. And so Trump's checking everywhere he can. And he's like, okay, well, you know, every expert I'm talking to saying the same thing. What no one could have predicted was that there were 15, 20 experts deep all over the place that were all bought off. The whole healthcare system is corrupt. I had a hell of a time coming to that reality. I mean, it is an exception, not the rule, to find an honest doctor or, or anyone else. Now by honest, I don't mean someone who, uh, I don't mean that these guys are intentionally selling out. I mean someone who will actually do the research, dig through, Find out what's true and then stand behind it. For most of the doctors, a vast majority of the doctors of the healthcare system, what you got are people who are too lazy to do the work and it's just much easier to keep your head down and go along to get along. It's very rare to find a McCullough, a Rish, uh, Thorpe, uh, uh Corey, you know, uh, Ryan Cole, uh, you know, these guys who, who've become well known for having the courage to speak up after doing the work necessary uh, to do it so but trump did what any good leader would do he listened and when he wasn't sure he would ask additional experts but the additional experts were liars too no one realized how deep the deep state was particularly on COVID. and this has been the problem this has been the problem so donald trump trusted these experts. He trusted these people. He trusted all of these guys. And he did a good job being a leader. That's what leaders do. The problem is, is that no one could have predicted or known how evil our country has become. The depth of the depravity in our federal government and in our, and our healthcare system and elsewhere is so monumental. Remember Fauci controlled all the grants for all the experts. So wherever Trump went, they just made sure he talked to another expert who had a Fauci grant. Wherever Trump checked with, whenever one of Trump's close advisors checked with someone, they made sure that they were checking with someone who had a Fauci grant, right? No matter where Trump went or where his advisors went or his close people to him, it was always someone that had had Fauci money or had a vested interest. And I've seen this firsthand. I've seen this firsthand trying to find experts myself and trying to find lawyers, especially. The amount of corruption is monumental. that's it, so extensive. So I don't believe that Trump did know. I truly do not think that until very recently, Trump actually realized how bad it was. And for all of my brothers and sisters in the health freedom movement, and listen, If I haven't proven my uh, commitment to this, uh, to this movement at this point, I don't know what else I can do. So if you don't believe me, if you think that I'm, I'm selling out, I don't care. I just don't care to all of my brothers and sisters in this movement. When I started in this movement, I thought vaccines were good things. I thought this was all conspiracy theory. It's taken me nonstop three and a half years to come as far as I have and to understand exactly how corrupt and that all these vaccines are evil. All this stuff is nonsense. All of this stuff is fraud. It's taken me forever. And trust me, I'll spend the rest of my life trying to fix that. There's no way on this planet that Donald Trump could have went from where he is or where he was to understanding with all the responsibilities, with all the attacks, with all the things he had to do, you know, wars, international negotiations, monetary issues, the economy, all these things, there is no way in hell that that man could have did the proper research when he was surrounded by people spending millions of dollars to make sure he only heard one story any quicker than he did. I'm standing behind Donald Trump's actions in the sense that I disagree with what his approach to COVID, I disagree with the fact that he, you know, has taken so long to come out on this stuff. And I wish he was taking a stronger position on the vaccines. I believe he'll get there. I believe he's doing right by our country. I believe he's doing everything he can to get there. But I think he's still got a lot of snakes around him. And I think the fact that this man has stood as strong as he has throughout all of this is remarkable. Here's the thing when Trump's been asked to do what's right or what's easy and he could see what was right, he's done it. So that's the reason that I'm standing behind him right now. I like Bobby Kennedy. I'm rooting for him big time on the Democrat side. And I understand he was there first, but remember, Bobby Kennedy was working on this for years, just like I have been working on this around the clock for years and same for some others. And uh, I think that that's really the key that's the key. So God bless you, Donald Trump, for coming out on this. We'll have more on the other side of the break, but stick with us.
1: How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Kofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Kofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard dr mccullough talk about cofix rx is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution and now we have a throat spray too. crush those nasty germs before they become a problem with known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine xylitol and vitamin d3 you can feel a little safer for a limited time when you add the new cofix rx throat spray to your order You'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25
2: at checkout. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only 8 seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD.
0: welcome back folks. So we're talking about Trump and COVID and this whole thing and his response. And, you know, in the first segment, I was really making the point uh, about the learning process and the evolution and how much, you know, because people say, how could he not know? How could he not know? Listen, listen, this healthcare stuff is such a specialized field. And it's so easy for those of us who are in health freedom to take it for granted. And, you know, I think that I, I want to speak on this because as someone who has just moved into health freedom throughout COVID, you know, I can speak with authority. You know, to get to, from where I was when I started to where I am now has taken every bit of the three and a half years of work that I have put into it. It's taken an immense amount of effort. You know, last night I was working, I'm working on a project related to uh the autoimmune issues that we're seeing uh, with these vaccines right and i'm going to be able to show some really really amazing things with this right this is going to be very much lawyerly i'm doing exactly what i do right i I study these things i study the immune system i study all these documents I, i research them and then i make arguments out of them and understand that when i do that i'm not doing science i'm not a scientist i'm a lawyer I'm reading it, I'm learning it, I'm studying it, and I'm making arguments out of it in a way that people can understand. So I'm working on this stuff, right? So I'm spending all this time, I'm studying different aspects of the immune system and how it works and this, that, and another. other. And, and, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy how much I have to learn to do this. For Donald Trump, who had to run a whole country while being constantly under attack by everybody and undermined by everyone imaginable, to have to try and figure all this stuff up while he's got, you know, Russia collusion, the FBI, all these people trying to undermine him, all these people trying to start wars on a global scale that he has to deal with, all these, the economy always under attack. I mean, listen, it's remarkable the guy was able to do all he was doing. Of course, of course, when you have the depth of corruption that we have in the healthcare system, of course, it would be hard to see. So... You know, And going into 2020, no one was thinking, you know, COVID's just an election fraud scheme, because, which is true. It wasn't just an election fraud scheme, right? It was a wealth transfer. It was an election fraud scheme. It was a power grab. It was the beginning of the Great Reset. I mean, it, it covered a lot of things, right? But the election fraud aspect of it is key because this is the thing that Trump has now started to zero in on. And I think it's going to be the thing that's going to help him to eventually, if he's not already there, and again, I don't, know, I don't know the president, but if he's not already there, this is the thing that's going to get him to understand the depth of the corruption. I think he probably is already there because he wouldn't be speaking out in this way if he hadn't figured some things out, right? And I'm going to get to that in a minute. But, you know, when we look at this, we say, okay, so former President Trump on Wednesday, and I'm reading from an Epoch Times uh, article. Uh, which is one of many good articles summarizing this, but uh, former President Donald Trump on Wednesday accused left-wing lunatics, quotes, of fear-mongering about new COVID variants in order to justify reintroduction of their left-wing lockdown and mandate policies, which include the use of drop boxes and mail-in ballots in 2020 in a bid to rig the 2024 election. Yes, yes, Mr. President, that is exactly what is happening. Now, there's more than that, Right? Remember, we just got a $1.4 billion request from Biden so that he could pay off his big pharma guys. Now, if that goes through, where do you think big pharma is going to put their lobbying money that they've filched off the backs of the American people for the last few years? You know, this is a buy-off. This is an attempt for Biden to buy votes. And watch McConnell and all the other Republican rhino sellouts jump behind this, right? Because they're going to be wanting that pharma money too. Thing that they don't realize is that farmers is undermining them. I mean, the part of the farm is part of the great reset. They're, they're you know, you're going to be a rhino at best, or you're not going to be there. They'll keep the rhinos around so for the appearance of a two party system, but it's not. I mean, it's a uniparty. So Trump speaks out about this because he now is realizing he doesn't have a choice. And I've been talking about this for a long time. You know, I've been saying Trump's got to get out ahead of this covet thing. I mean, he's got to get ahead of the vaccines, he's got to get all the but he's now saying, okay, yeah, they're moving back towards the lockdown. And obviously this is about stealing 2024, but it is more than that. I mean, it's also about continuing the vaccines and making sure that people's immune systems are destroyed. So you're permanently dependent on these vaccines or you die and you'll die either way, but you'll die quicker if you don't take the vaccine. And they'll make sure that you hear about that. They won't hear about the, you know, over three to five years, you get cancer and you die from that or over three to five years, you get this, or you get that, whatever it is, right? And you die from all these other things. And then they'll have other, uh, as any good snake oil salesman would, you know, pharma knows that they're creating cancer, they're creating immune issues, they're creating all these things with their vaccines. And so they're creating new vaccines to deal with the issues that their old vaccines have created. I wouldn't be surprised if we see an autism vaccine or a vaccine, you know, I mean, Biden's moonshot for cancer that that's that's you got to understand folks my wife has cancer i'm doing the homework on this that is 100 percent a cure or supposed cure for the cancer that they're calling causing right it's just that simple so anyways this is all corruption from beginning to end and there's no question what's going on and uh at the end of the day uh it's it's a push to undermine Trump. Now, one of the things that I think we've really got to make sure of, and I hope someone will listen to this and get it in front of the Donald, because I guarantee you I'm right about this. I've been right about everything else on COVID and I'm right about this. Folks, remember, they don't have to lock down the country to steal the election. They didn't steal the election by locking down the country. They stole the election by locking down key places in the country. That's what they're pushing for here. They know, I mean, we've made it clear, and I've been fighting real hard to make sure everybody knows, you know, no on lockdowns, no on this, no on that. Um, people are saying, no, we're not going to lock down. We're not going to wear a mask. They tried it, and, you know, no harm trying, I guess. But, they, yeah, you know, that's what they're pushing for. People are just not doing it. They're not going to do it. So understand, though, the election was stolen because of massive fraud in a few key places around the country. That's going to happen again. These places were generally Democrat strongholds, and those Democrat strongholds were friendly to the idea of stealing votes and stealing this and stealing that. So they did. They did. And... Uh, it's going to happen again, and these localities can lock down, arguably, under the law. I mean, it was illegal the first time, but they didn't care, and they got away with it, so they'll do it again. And those are the places where you got to watch election fraud, right? So in this upcoming election, you're going to have to see what what places are looking at lockdowns, and if they are, know that that's a, that's a target for election fraud, or at least a location around it. Now, the thing to understand about this, folks, is that uh, these when they do these lockdowns and they, they commit this fraud, these things are predictive, right? So when I say that this is what I think they're shooting for, understand that the future's never set in stone. And the reason I'm talking about this is that if we are aware of what they're doing and we the people fight back loud enough, we can stop it, right? We can stop this. If we won't allow a lockdown... If we're watching those drop boxes in every single place, if we're using Lindell's new tool and monitoring the Wi-Fi in every, uh, every voting station, if we're checking all these things and doing all that we can, we can, we can shut this down, right? We can limit the election fraud enough that if enough people turn out, we can win this election, so it's got to be a combination of things, right? Uh, there's a lot of brilliant people out there with brilliant plans. Lindell's got some great stuff. Seth Keschel's working on some stuff. Pulitzer's working on stuff. Everybody's working on stuff. And these are brilliant people work, that really know this election issue inside and out. Um, the Michigan Republican party is actually working on some of this stuff. they God bless them. The one Republican party in the country. Um, we can fix this. Now the other thing that's got to happen is we got to turn out in droves. I mean, on, on, there can't be too many people out there on election day, and particularly we got to, but we got to be very, very careful that when we show up on election day, that they don't have Maricopa County fraud problems with them shutting down the computers and setting and other. Right? That's a big deal. If this all works out, though, we can really get some things done. This is a big deal, uh, and we have a shot at winning this election if trump can stay hard on the COVID stuff if he can keep pushing this that'll be a huge help because you know like i've got a little platform you know i've got you know the people that listen to the show and the people that listen to the shows i go on and these sorts of things and that's a big deal but donald trump's platform is monumental and donald trump can put political pressure on these rhinos to speak out on this stuff And if Donald Trump continues to double down and fight back on this COVID tyranny, it's going to make it real hard to lock these places down. And if Donald Trump leads by making sure that he's got people saying, listen, we need people monitoring. If they lock down, we need you watching everything because you know you're a target for fraud. If he's doing that, it's going to have a huge impact, right? Those are the places we need to drive people out. And those are the places that we need. And so we need to look. Now I'm going to post this to you guys. I will suggest to you that I think that they're going to look at moving the fraud into some different place. I don't think they're just going to do the same cities as last time. They may, they may not. Um, and yeah, I'm going to, I don't know if Seth is listening. Seth Cashall, this is, uh, this is for you buddy. Hey, um, please check Ohio. Please take a look at Ohio. I've heard some really nasty rumors about what might happen in Ohio. And you know, we got a, a GOP supermajority. We're you know, red state, red this, red that, but there's some shadiness abound in Ohio. I live here, so I can tell you, and I'm concerned about the upcoming election in Ohio. Ohio's close enough. We're very red, but we're close enough numbers-wise that we could we could potentially be flipped if they do a lot of fraud here. And there's a couple cities that are ripe for it. So, I hope people are watching in Ohio and elsewhere. And, uh, you know, we really need to pay attention. But I think we need to watch some of the swing states other than just where we were, uh, you know, the key states for the election. And I think we need to really just make sure that we're watching. So, but Donald Trump focusing on the COVID fraud will help because when we're fighting this, it's a big deal. And, uh, you know, Trump said, uh, They want to restart COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. All true. All true. Uh, The problem is, is nobody's believing the COVID hysteria, and we're going to keep fighting that. Uh, he, he charged they rigged the 2020 election. Now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election. Even if it means trying to bring back COVID, you remember them doing the gain of function work at Boston University on COVID? Remember that? You know that's you know I mean that was an ongoing project, and I don't know where they're at on it. But that was happening in the United States. Wonder where that variant's coming from. I don't know. Anyways, uh, you know, and by the way, the variance, nonsense, it, Trump's dead right about all this, right? So the other thing you got to understand is we know in 2021, I was all over all summer long. I said, get the shot, get COVID. The reason I said that is we knew that that was going to be the case. The spot, the shot teaches your body to create the spike protein. The spike protein is what makes you sick, Right. And, and COVID, I'm going to tell you that my research is indicating, and I'm, going to, I'm not far enough in this to be able to say definitively, and I'm going to talk to McCullough and some of these guys about it to see whether or not I'm correct about this. But my research is indicating that I think that a lot of this stuff about COVID has been very misreported. COVID looks like it might be something a little bit different than what, what people uh, claimed it was. And I don't want to say too much about that yet because I just haven't got it all confirmed yet. Um, you know, when I do this research, like I said, I'm not a scientist. So I research, I read. And then where I have to draw conclusions, I always have to check with my scientist buddies to see if I make any mistakes. Because, uh, you know, if I can make the argument to them and they say, yes, no, this is the correct conclusion, this is this, this is that, then, then I'm golden, right? But I've got to have people who can double check my work. Because if I'm not able to find a study that shows or backs or, or lays out, where I have to draw conclusions. That's where I got to pull in my experts, but there's not too many of those areas. Honestly, most of the work that I do, I don't need to do that. You can just see it's like one plus one is definitely two. Uh, a plus B equals C and you can, you know, it's just laying out what we already know. So I think that this is a crucial thing. I think if we're able to, uh, to shut this down, it's a big deal. Uh, what we're seeing, understand that COVID is at core the foundation, it's the cornerstone of the Great Reset. You have to control people's health to control them. So COVID was what what manifested that. And understand that the because of COVID, because of the, the way that this was done, they're using all the fraudulent things that they did, and all the illegal, illegalities that they got away with, to take what they did with COVID and expand it. That's why the food supply is so important, because they're putting this mod RNA in the food supply. That's why uh, the aerosolized vaccines are so important. That's why these genetically modified mosquitoes that can transmit vaccines are important. You know, these things are crucial because they all are part of where things are going. And if we don't recognize that and shut it down, it'll work. You know, but part of the first step to that is having guys like Trump come out and do what he did and recognize where the real problem is. And this was a monumental opportunity for those of us working in health freedom because it allowed for us uh, to really get this way out farther than, I mean, you know, if I, uh, if I work real hard and I do all the media that I can do, not just my show, but every other show that I can get on, you know, I can get within a week or two, I can get in front of 20 to 50 million people and uh that can share out pretty quickly donald trump gets over t- oh, more than that when he when he tweets something i mean uh, i mean uh, you know it's it's huge it's global so i have to work my tail off to do what he can do with the blink of an eye it, and i can't overstate the importance of that because the, when people hear the truth it resonates with them and it shuts down the lie all you got to do is hear the truth and it shuts down the lie. That's what Donald Trump is doing and that's what he did with this, it's a big deal. I'm grateful for the president. I hope that he continues on this. Support us at TomRens.com. share the Tom Rens Show on the America Out Loud Network and we'll be right back.
1: The soul of humanity. Cofix Rx Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix Rx.
0: Okay. Welcome back and welcome to the stack of stuff, everybody. Uh, you know, I love the commercial breaks, the, the, the breaks that we take between segments are a big deal. Sometimes you get to have great conversations. Sometimes you find great stories, all sorts of good things. I have good things happening. So, um, one of the good things that's happened is the stack of stuff today. I really like the stack of stuff today. And, uh, there's some really important things here. And the first one is this, is not something that makes me happy, uh, but is something that I, I feel very strongly about. And the Daily Signal today they said Americans don't buy didn't buy the climate narrative about the Maui fires, so Biden and the media are ready to move on. So here's the thing. Let me talk about the Maui fires. Uh, a lot of talk about directed energy weapons, and they're a real thing. They do exist, and they can cause fires, and they could do all sorts of things. And everybody likes to, there's a lot of chatter on the internet about that. I have no evidence whatsoever that there was a directed energy weapon. Um, and I'll tell you that, you know, I've looked and I talked to some people. I was actually on, uh, Ed Dowd. I was on with, uh, Dr. Drew and Ed Dowd jumped on and we talked a little bit about, it and I asked him, I said, you know, is it true what we're hearing on the internet? Cause Ed lives in Hawaii. Uh, I said, you know, about, you know, all the rich people's houses were fine and the rest of them burned down. He said, that's not true. He said there were a lot of big multimillion dollar mansions that burned down. He said that, uh, you know, that's just not the case. Now, yeah, you know, was there extra protection or special protection for the, you know, the Oprah houses and things like that? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, to to say that that's evidence of the directed energy weapon type thing, I, I don't think it is. It's just that's, uh, that's looking for uh, an association that's not really there. So I don't have evidence of that. What I do have evidence on is that it was mind blowingly corrupt, and the ineptitude of the politicians was well beyond what anybody can imagine. I also have evidence, and there's a lot of evidence, that a lot more kids and people are dead than what they're telling because they don't want everybody to know how corrupt they were. Uh, you know, denying access to water for the firemen, not letting people get out, not letting the sirens ring, all these different things. You know, this was likely started by climate change arsonists i mean that's what we're seeing all over the place you know these guys trying to stoke climate change as a fear and uh, nobody cares about that nobody believes it. it's all garbage and i don't there's nothing you, you know hey globalists there's nothing you can do we don't care about that climate change is garbage and everybody knows it but you know right now you know, i'm looking over is perhaps a thousand people died maybe more I, we don't really know what we do know is that uh This is a disaster, and they knew, and it says here, report after report over nearly a decade, warned state and Maui county officials that grasses, which are up up to 10 times as dense as those commonly found on the mainland, were bound to cause more fires. They knew there was a huge risk and wouldn't do anything about it. They knew what was going on. They knew they had the opportunity. This has nothing to do with climate change. It is entirely about mismanagement. It is entirely a failure of these guys to do what they're supposed to do. And I don't care whether directed energy weapons started or climate change arsonist. At the end of the day, the response to it in, uh, almost certainly met the level of gross negligence, um, if not intent, and resulted in people dying. I mean, this is ridiculous. People should be going to jail for this. You know, but they'll hide behind government immunity and well, just a just a mistake. We're sorry. I'll resign. Well, you'll resign. You ought to be in jail. The guys that are resigning ought to be in jail. Because a resignation isn't going to bring back the thousand dead kids. But you know, nobody wants to believe nobody believes or thinks that this is anything to do with climate change because it didn't. And so, you know, now we've got, well, you know, we're going to kind of move on. I don't really want to talk about this anymore because now people are looking at the absolute epic failure of the Democrats in Hawaii. And by the way, Hawaii is completely Democrat. There is nothing but Democrats. They've been running it forever. It's not even close to changing. You know, it's just just a disaster, frankly. Uh, You know, so the Democrats and their policies caused this. The ineptitude of the response and this, I mean, the thing about that idiot that was on there saying, well, you know, we can't talk about water without talking about equity. You now the guy who wouldn't release water to put the fire out. And these guys belong in jail. They belong in jail. And yeah, The media wants to move on though now because, you know, well, Biden sent them 700 bucks for the loss of their family. So I guess that's good enough. And well, let's just move on. Right. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll send another, another bazillion dollars to Ukraine and another 1.4 billion to big pharma for vaccines that'll kill people. Eh, that's much better than yeah, much better way to spend our money. You know, 700 bucks a pop for the people who are you know, dead or dying. That'll, that'll be okay. All right. I mean, they want to move on because they're afraid that if we look at it, that people are going to be mad and they should be mad. I'm mad. I think it's an, uh, unbelievable. All right. Moving on. This one's funny to me. Headline, Vivek Ramaswamy proposes bringing back mental health institutions to fight crime. Boy, he's got to be careful. All of his buddies from the WEF will end up in them. I mean, I, I think Vivek needs to run this one by Klaus Schwab because uh, if if he does that, uh, well, I mean, there goes all of Silicon Valley, most of California, and, uh, well, the entirety of the WEF. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all in favor, but we'll have to cordon off Utah and make the whole thing a mental institution if we want to do that. I mean, geez, oh, Pete's. Uh, Hollywood? Uh, I mean, we're going to have to rebuild a few industries because everybody will be there, folks. I don't know. Uh, In all seriousness, though, there is some legitimacy to the idea. Uh, You know, I mean, some people are just messed up in the head, and need to be institutionalized till they can get it fixed. Some people are not criminally evil. They just got mental health issues. And it's kind of a tragedy. So, you know, there was a, oh, I probably shouldn't say this, uh, but I had to intervene in a murder, uh, an attempted murder um, some time back. And, And I had to physically break it up and it was really a really very sad situation and in that instance what occurred was there was someone with a very serious mental health issue very very serious this individual didn't get the help he needed still hasn't gotten the help he needs and uh, to my knowledge and it's a tragedy there are a lot of crimes that commit are committed that we could we could head off or deal with if we had a proper mental health system we do need that. You know, instead we're busy creating mental health disorders by pushing trans and things like that. But, you know, a truly effective and good mental health system would save a lot of crimes. It would stop a lot of crimes. You know, those people who are, are manic depressive, you know, they're OCD, they're you know, dealing with some sort of a psychosis. And all we do is we give them a pill and send them home. And then the pills generally make things worse. A lot of these antipsychotic drugs are horrible antidepressants, all these things. These are horrible. They're big pharma, just huge money makers for big pharma, but they, they really cause problems. A true mental health system, you know, means helping people to deal with their problems and move on, not giving them a pill and throwing them out the door. And we don't have anything like that. So, you know, there's some truth in that. Um, and while I do think, uh, Vivek is, uh, well, I think he's running the risk of putting a lot of his, his friends and, and institutions, uh, I do agree that that could be a good thing. Uh, all right. Gateway Pundit exposed. Whistleblower Steps Forward reveals private Facebook group where Michigan clerks discuss stunning evidence of organized fraud in the 2020 election. Now, wait a second. I'm going to go somewhere different than, than where people think with this, right? So I'm going to talk about the story. And this is a Gateway Pundit. Why is it that Facebook can know everything I post? They immediately take anything down. I post something about the vaccine. It will be down before I hit post. I post something about the truth about Big Pharma. I post anything anything they don't like. It's gone. But they allowed for a Facebook group where Michigan clerks discussed evidence of organized fraud in the 2020 election. And didn't take it down. They didn't stop it. Um, can anybody explain that to me? Can anybody explain to me why that's okay? Why is it that they're okay allowing that to happen? But if we talk about the fraud publicly, or if we talk about it to anybody in terms of it being wrong, not to coordinate and plan it. I mean, th- th- that's basically basically what this means is Facebook is okay with them for uh, uh, furthering a conspiracy to commit fraud, but they're not okay with us talking about the fraud or exposing the fraud. Try and post something on election fraud on Facebook. See how long that lasts. And you can be on a private group. Try it. But a bunch of guys who are, you know, clerks who have control over this, they're talking about, you know, they're coordinating their fraud and nobody cares, Right. I mean that nobody cares, and and, yeah, these guys submit this stuff, and uh, you know Jim Hoff was involved in this. Jim, Jim and Joe are, yeah, they they really put out some amazing stuff. They're good people uh, to have the courage to do that, and they they've been solid on all this stuff. You know their stuff is good. They really dig into things. So yeah, these guys have said, oh, there's no evidence, no this, no that. Well, why is it that there's a Facebook? Uh, thing about all this stuff that's happening now. I'm going to tell you, part of I th- there's a lot of reasons this is all happening. I'm kind of glad for Christina Corman and the the Michigan GOP. They seem to be pushing into, uh, you know, the, this election fraud pretty hard, and I know that they're working on it. And that's the first Republican Party in the country to do that. But folks, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. But I think one of the biggest deals about it is the fact that Facebook's okay with them furthering election fraud, but not talking about it. It's almost like Facebook has a vested interest in it, huh? If we had any real AGs out there, I wonder if there would be any crimes it's committed. I'd be curious to know. All right. Uh, so we've got uh, another one that I think is really important. Right? This is really important. So Elon Musk, right, he headlined New York Post, Elon Musk blames elite L.A. school for brainwashing communist trans daughter into hating him for being rich. So, and Musk is, uh, I mean, this is really, really interesting to me, right? So apparently, uh, or at least according to the article, part of the reason that Musk bought Twitter was because, you know, this he was upset about this kind of woke nonsense that split his daughter from him. And he wanted to have a spot where people could hear both sides of things so that there wasn't just one side of the commun- uh, conversation. Now, don't misunderstand. I'm shadow banned all over Twitter. Freedom of reach? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, I mean, he does everything he uh, can to make sure that, you know, I mean, the message is not free speech. There's no free speech on Twitter. It's limited. But, you know, Musk is going to run into major headwinds in trying to do that. So that I understand that. right? I, uh, so regardless, I can't make a judgment on where Musk is. I'm going to be real honest with you. I can't read Musk. Uh, I, I just don't know where he is. Uh, I don't know whether he's a good guy or a bad guy or a bad guy pretending to be good. I know that I certainly don't like a lot of the things I've seen from him. I, I can't say I trust him. I mean, but I also do see certain things that indicate, well, maybe there's a reason that he's doing this. I don't know. Um, so I just don't know where I stand with Elon. And I hope he will eventually come out and just kind of share things. But he doesn't need to. He's worth, you know, $200 billion. And he can do whatever he wants. Uh, anyways, but if he wants to lead and make a difference, he's going to have to come to We The People. I and mean, that's just the way it's going to be. Um So Musk is out there doing this, and uh, I think it's really a big deal. You know, I mean, he found out that hey, these crooked schools, yeah, they'll brainwash your daughter too. It's everywhere. Uh, I think that's a pretty interesting thing, uh, because what that tells us, see, the billionaire crowd doesn't really care about anything until it hits home. But boy, it hits home sometimes. That can hurt, huh? That's the problem, right? The billionaire crowd doesn't live like we the people. They don't care about masks. Do you care? Do you think, do you think Bill Gates ever had to wear a mask outside of to show people that he was wearing a mask? I mean, he put it on a couple times to try and make a show out of it, but do you think he really wore a mask when he was, you know, not on camera? I got news for you if you think he did. You know, it's like all the times we fought, I found all the politicians and all these other guys, you know, they got all these pictures of these guys not wearing their masks. Oh my God, you're not wearing a mask! You said we have to or we're going to die! And, they're like oh I do I just yeah I I'd take it off for a second I'd itch my nose yeah okay yeah that's what's happening it's uh, for thee not me that's how this really works all right so uh, headline OAN LA city county, county, county council urges lawsuit against Texas governor over migrant buses and this is a theme right it's good for thee but not for me right. Uh, masks, lockdowns, pushing communism. That's fine when it's your daughter, but not mine, because look at what it did. It caused problems in my family. And, uh, well, it did. It did. And uh, so Musk did something about it, but same thing here. Now, the L.A. County Council doesn't like Abbott shipping these migrants to, the, to their city, well, wait a second. Does that mean the L.A. County uh, Council is okay with Abbott shutting down the border? I mean, it, it, listen, if they're okay with them coming in, they should be okay with them shipping them there. Are they okay with it? But that's not it, right? They, they're, they're over there. They're complaining because Abbott is uh, hes sending these guys to other states, and so's is DeSantis, and, and it's just not okay. We've got these migrants. What are we going to do with them? I don't know. What's he going to do with them? You the guys who like that that policy, you guys who love the open borders, deal with it. I think you should send a thousand more tomorrow. And I said he's only sent like 435. That's like nothing. He should send thousands. He should dump them on City Hall. I mean, this is just ridiculous. You know, you got Texas is just inundated with this. Now, I don't love Abbott. He's a WEF guy. I mean, he's not honest, but you know, in my opinion, but he is doing a good thing with that. And you ought to send a hell of a lot more of them. I mean, Abbott's program has transported 435 migrants. Uh, who, who cares? I and mean, it should be nothing. I mean, you guys love that. You guys love that. I don't know what the problem is, folks. You'd think that these good... It's almost like they're not good liberals, but it goes back to the other story. When When it hit home for Musk... It was tough, and I feel bad for Musk. I wouldn't want anybody to lose a relationship with their kid. When it hits home, it's different, and that's the problem. All right, headline: Town Hall. Big government has come for this small town Amish farmer. Here's how he's fighting back, and that's what it is, folks. So, a little Amish farmer, and uh, you know, he's raising cows and selling the meat. He didn't follow the big government mandates, and they want to get rid of these guys. They do not want private farmers and healthy food. They need to get the mod RNA death shots and everybody because they know that we aren't taking them. They know that we, the people, are saying hell no. And so they're going to try and go uh, shut down the independent farmers. If you're not a Bill Gates CCP factory farm, where they're going to stuff mod RNA poison into all the quote unquote organic food. They're not going to have you out there. And that is the problem. That's what's happening. Support us at TomRenz.com. Support our Give, Send, Go, Renz Law, and support our show, The Tom Rens Show on the America Out Loud Network. We'll be back.